It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Munster chips it up. Swaliti. Oh, well taken. Nick Meany got up above Swaliti and made the score of the try. He's out left the leaper. Always enjoyed watching this young man play at Newcastle, the Doggies. And when the Melbourne Storm signed him, I thought, you know what? This is a pivotal moment in this young man's career because he is an outstanding player. And I've got to say, I thought he was the best player on the field in the victory against the Roosters on the weekend. And that man is the fullback, Nick Meany, joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Nick? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you very much for uh, what is going to be a very busy week and hopefully a busy couple of weeks for the Melbourne Storm. But after the last week, or I will say leading into last week, Nick, did you was there a, a focus on anything in particular after that capitulation against the Brisbane Broncos. There was a lot of un-Melbourne-like traits in that Brisbane Broncos game. Yeah, no, there was. And like, it wasn't really us in that game. You know, that, that's not the footy that we like to play. And um, you know, credit to the Broncos, they came out with that energy and we just didn't match it. So I think that was a big focus point for us going into the Roosters game, just starting well, um, getting everyone into the game. Um, and just competing on everything. Um, you know, Harry Grant brought that, brought that up in the group a couple of months ago, just competing, and I think it's something that everyone holds, um, you know, pretty close and focuses on during the games. Mate, that, yeah, we, t- we talk about those Melbourne-like traits, mm. and and there have been a few performances this year where everybody says, oh, it's not Melbourne-like. Is that, the, is that when we say not Melbourne-like, if we asked you what, what is Melbourne-like, what is the most important thing? Is it just that competition or is it just competing on every play or is there something that you guys talk about behind the scenes that makes Melbourne, Melbourne? Um, yeah, that, that, that word is, is quite big in, in the Melbourne Storm sort of system, competing. Um, you know, you don't need all the flashy plays and the, the miracle balls to, to score those tries. You look at a lot of tries that, you know, Munster and Hughes score throughout the year. It's just being up flat, being ready to go. And, you know, you wait for that quick play of the ball and, and things start to happen. So, um, you know, our football is, you know, built off building pressure throughout the game and then things good, uh, good things happen after that. Mm. Mate, you've, you've moved down to Melbourne and it seems like you've taken that opportunity with both hands. You've had a fantastic year. What are the, some of the things you've worked on to sort of take your game to another level? Because you've, like I said, you have been one of the standouts this year down there. Yeah, thank you. Oh, just just little things, I think. Um, you know, inserting myself into the game um, around those pivotal players like Harry Grant and, and Hughes and being around those guys to you know, feed off them and, and be in the picture for them. Um, and then I think just the mental side of things, I've you know, had some chats with Billy Slater and just about um, a bit about that competing and that determination of, of wanting it. Um, you know, I think that's helped me quite a lot um, just mentally um, preparing for games and stuff like that. Like I've been in the NRL now for about five or so years and I've only played three, um, three semi-final games or three final games. So, you know, I'm, I'm a bit new to the, to the big stages, I guess. Um, but, you know, having that mental side of things covered, I think that really, um, you know, sets you up for these big games. Now, you got the best view in the house at the back and those 12 men in front of you and, of course, your opposition. But with Harry coming off the bench last week, uh, Nick, did you notice a, 
a difference in momentum, a shift in momentum? And is there more space automatically as soon as Harry gets out of there? When gets out there, when a lot of the you know, a lot of the gas has been taken out of the out of the game. Yeah, I definitely feel that he, he comes on and, and creates that bit of speed around the ruck. Um, you know, he's obviously quite fast and can get out and create things. And, you know, Bronson's doing a great job of kind of absorbing that, that first 20 minutes of pressure and, you know, from the opposition. And, and then it just allows Harry to come on and, and bring his best for our game, for our team. So um, not sure what we're going to do this week, whether they change it or keep it the same, but um, definitely feel that little bit of momentum and a little bit of speed and excitement that, you know, it gives our team. Mm. That game last week was the first time that I've ever been convinced that Harry's good coming off the bench because oh, he's the best hooker in the world. I told I? you, mate, it's a team game. You don't listen to yeah, me. I it's know. a team game, I know. 17 now, players. <laughs> now, one of, your, one of your, skip, well, your skipper, Christian Welsh, the, the intercept. Now, his run meters are pretty exaggerated from the weekend because of that intercept, but is, <laughs> is he the sort of guy to claim it? No, definitely, definitely. We watched him film today, and he's pretty proud of himself. I think he got up over halfway. It would have, it would have been good to see him go the full length, but uh, I think he's nearly thirty these days. So had another front row chasing. Now we 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 interviewed Harry a couple of weeks ago, and we we asked him this question about Christian Welsh, but he he added something at the end of it. We want to confirm nor deny this. Christian Welsh, you know, he's probably one of the smartest rugby league players we've seen mm. in a long time. Well, he claims well, we, to be one. Well, of we think he is. Well, I don't he claims know. Well, to be one the, of the smartest. Let's get the inside drum. Yeah, Sel- yeah self-proclaimed. self-proclaimed. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. Now, first try. Is that his first try this year? First, first try. Mate, so I think it's his first try in nearly two years. So, is a nudie run still happen at clubs behind closed doors, Harry? Yeah, it's his first try this year. And um, to be honest, I, I haven't been passing him the ball all year because. <laughs> I'd like to see him um, nude because he actually showers with his jocks on. So uh, <laughs> that's why I've been been avoiding him this year. But um, obviously, I didn't pass that on to Bronson. Now, the game and... can you confirm or deny whether that allegation is true? <laughs> I've only been here for what one one bad Monday this year, and. You know, I, I like to keep things behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, smart, it's what happens. smart answer. Yeah. See, I'd rob a it's bank right. with you. Yeah. Smart answer, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> now, mate, hey, listen, I just wanted to talk about Pappy briefly. Obviously, you know, horrible news with his ankle. Firstly, how's he doing? And and secondly, do you two still, I mean, I'm sure that you two are still discussing tactics, what to do, where to go, all that sort of stuff when you're playing? Yeah, no, he's, in, he's been um, back in training this week, obviously just getting around the boys and stuff like that. I think he's um, staying with the Slaters at the moment, um, you know, just to, for a bit of assistance down here in, um, in Melbourne. Um, but he's in really good headspace. I was talking to him this morning, and, and he's been huge for me. Um, like we were rooming together while we were up in Brisbane uh, when it did happen. Um, so before the game, we were on, you know, talking about the, about the game. And, and he's always into me as well, just sort of giving me a bit of advice, telling me to back myself and, and play my own game. You know, mm. you can get caught up in all the noise every now and then of, you know, um, perhaps can do this, perhaps can do that. Um, and you can sort of get stuck in that trap of, oh, I've got to do what he does, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he's been really good to me and, you know, um, hopefully he gets on the recovery train and, and back into the gym again. Um, yeah. And we'll see him back out in no time. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we will. Mate, just uh, you mentioned uh, the Slaters. Now, Billy Slater, obviously, you know, a game-changing fullback, a fantastic athlete, um, great human being. Uh, how much influence has he had on you down there? Does he come in and, and do some work with you guys at the back? Yeah, he's got obviously got a very busy schedule, as you can imagine. Um, but he comes in once a week, 
Um, he, he was in there today helping out. Um, and, yeah, he's been huge. It's just amazing what he knows about the game. Like, you, you grow up watching him play and, and how he does all these crazy things. But he puts himself in those positions and, and he knows the game so well. Um, and, uh, you know, he'd be, he obviously does a great job for Queensland coaching them. Um, don't know if they'll ever coach an NRL team, but his knowledge of the game is massive. And, you know, just he helps me, um, you know, think about things differently and, and at certain times of the game when to, you know, step up and start thinking about different things. And, yeah, he's unbelievable, really. Um, so he's been massive help to me and hopefully keep working with him, you know, into next year as well. What about Pappy, how he nominates a slate as the young stay with on that beautiful 20-acre property, <laughs> yeah, bad, multi-million dollar home? <laughs> Probably got a butler out yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, I, I, see well, I think they'll find a bit of tennis as well. Yeah, um, I see. This I see him not putting his hand up, going and staying with one of like the one of the nineteen-year-olds. Yeah, something yeah I'll go club. play. With, can I go stay with Trentliero? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll cook me dinner. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, too smart. That game last week, it was just frantic at the end. I couldn't imagine what it was like out there on the field when Will Warbrick takes that that high ball. But take us inside the mind of. Cam Munster, you've got to communicate with him as a fullback, as the five eighth. But mm. when it's when it's really frantic, there's so much at stake. Those dying five or ten minutes when there's so much at stake. Give us an insight into Cam and, and what's going through his head, the influence and the instructions that he gives the side. Yeah, he was um, obviously like you said, it was, it was quite frantic, but um, it was actually very calm. And, and we actually chose to kick long um, after their field goal as well. Um, which surprised me, you know, it probably surprised a few people. You think go short, try and get the ball back, but um, obviously Cam is very experienced and he knew that we had time and we knew that, you know, get the ball back and try and get that good field position. Um, and once we did get down to the to the good ball, they obviously defended the, the um, field goal quite well. Um, and it was pretty cool to see him just sort of get back to the basics and play football again, not just try and go for the glory um, field goal sort of thing. So. Mm. Um, he was very calm and obviously he executed that kick very well and, and Will Warbrick's been working on that um, all year long, him and Zave. Um, they've been working with the Collingwood um, uh, catching coach as well throughout the year. So it's really good to see that, that hard work pay off in, in the big stage. Well, it worked. It worked. Now, it did. before we let you go, Nick. Uh, oh, just, a quick, just a quick yeah. question. Mate, uh, are, are, you, are you giving it to uh, Wishart Ree's field goal hitting your teammate oh, in the head? Surely he's been copying it from you guys all week. That was great. Was it Kamakamitha's yeah. head? Yeah, it was yeah. 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 Some of the boys have said that that was his first HIA because I think then two <laughs> went off after that. <laughs> so I wish he actually influenced the HIA a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good was he? Oh, Wishart, he was outstanding. He was now. Good. Uh, Jerome Hughes and Xavier Coates, how are they looking for this week? Yeah, Hughes, was back out on the field today, um, doing a bit of rehab running and stuff like that. Um, it's hard to tell exactly um, if he's going to be ready or not. Uh, we've still got tomorrow's session as well and then another day off, so still a bit of time for him. Um, I think Dave's still um, been inside doing his rehab. Um, so, again, not 100% sure about Dave. But obviously, we've got Remus there. Um, he did a great job for us on the weekend, uh, especially in defence. Um, so if he's not there, I'm sure Remus will do the job for us again. Great stuff. You're having a great season. It's not finished yet. And congratulations, making another grand final qualifier, Nick Meany. And onward, onward and upwards on Friday night against the Penny Panthers. Yeah, good luck, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you.